Welcome to Recovery Guy Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Recovery is a lifelong process. Hello, hello, this is Robert. I am the recovery guy. And if it's Tuesday, this must be the fix. Welcome. Welcome into the studio. I'm excited about today's podcast. Uh, I've got some good things lined up for you. I think you're going to appreciate it. I think um, we are on the same page and what we're pursuing and how we go about it and And I think that's why you come back to continue to listen. And we are so grateful for that. We are getting great reviews and great responses from, you know, iTunes podcast. Of course, Spotify is doing well. Podbean, uh, Stitcher, Google. uh, Since John has uh, now linked all of the podcasts to uh, recoveryguide.org, we're starting to see more traffic there. Of course, there you can even get any one of my 32 video segments and blogs from the past. So check all that information out. If you're an individual, great, use them. If you belong to a group or you go into a treatment center or you're part of a larger organization, feel free to share any of the material that you find value in because at the end of the day, Everything that we develop, we develop for the overall recovery community. And I know a lot of my things are alcohol or drug related. But again, the the principles that we lay down here that John and, and JJ and I are committed to sharing are principles for living um, that, as the big book says, demand rigorous honesty. So if you're a person who's willing to be honest If you're a person who's looking to learn how to live, then I think we can change some of the nouns or the behaviors or the substances, substitute for where you were struggling, and then you can use that as your package moving forward to begin learning how to live this wonderful life we've been given uh, the other day, I've um, conducted a program. As many of you know, uh, one of the things that I do is I work for a major bank, and I develop training programs on how to think and how to approach the course of your day. And And one of the young people came up, and I'll tell you, I'm so impressed with some of these young people I'm meeting. They're really aligned and looking to become more aligned, to be more effective and really searching uh, with themselves. And so this young man came up to me after um, my my class with them and he said, hey, you know, who do you suggest? Because I always say podcast, inspirational books, you've got to go find what works for you. So so the young man came up saying, what do you what do you do? What do you what do you listen to? And and so I listen to specific things like many of you do that have found uh, who works for you um, and who speaks to you and in, in your language and helps direct you in the path that you're going in. 
But for some of you who haven't dialed in yet, you know, it's kind of like um, learning what your palate is, uh, um, learning what foods you like. That takes time. Sometimes you want, might want to go into like a, a taste kitchen, right? To see what um, what your palate likes and appreciates and enjoys. And, and the same thing with podcasts. So uh, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, you've heard me mention a couple of them before. I'm going to suggest you go back. So here's what I would suggest that you do. I want you to go to On Purpose with Jay Shetty. Jay's an awesome cat. I think Jay right now is currently the most popular podcast on the planet. Not a bad thing to be known for. But more importantly, Jay's a pretty cool cat. And uh, you'll appreciate his approach to wellness and recovery and 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 I think you'll appreciate the wide range of guests and topics. So it's Jay Shetty on purpose, right? And what Jay does and how he lives his life is on purpose, right? So what you know, and I love when I found that out about Jay because people ask me, how are you this way day in and day out? You're always so energized, you're ready to go, you're positive, you're sharing, you're caring, you're being a being a part of other people's lives. I said, you know what? This is on purpose. I have, I do this by a plan. This is by design. You know, I just didn't happen to fall out on a particular side of the bed. I got off that side of the bed on purpose. Even before I got out of bed, I awoke and I had a plan and I asserted my energy to be positive for the day. And then I just went and made it happen I aligned all of my agents. I I, I uh, petitioned God uh, through my relationship with Christ, and I just began to go out, and I purposely made a difference um, to be a particular way for that day. So Jay Shetty, awesome cat on purpose. Again, another one of my cats you're going to check out, QOD, quote of the day with Sean Sexton. Just like Jay Shetty, uh, Sean has... Different guests, different topics every day. Uh, you can, uh, it's it's like a smorgasbord or, or from some of you, it's like a buffet where you can go in and taste a little bit of this and taste a little bit. Now, Jay's podcasts have a tendency to be longer. So you might want to make a real commitment to some of them. Don't just uh, listen for two minutes and then throw them away or discard them because some of the deeper contents uh you know, you have to peel back some layers before you really find the content and the gold. So make sure you give Jay a chance and his speakers a chance when you do that. Uh, Sean, on the other hand, there Sean's segments of his speakers, Eric Thomas and 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 others, um, they're going to be twelve to fourteen minutes. So you, but that's still just a sample of of what the talk is. So. Um, listen to those two. And then there's a third one called The Art of Charm. Really interesting, very more business directed, but interpersonal skills in there. So if you're looking for what podcast to go listen to other than, of course, mine, thank you for listening. Do again, Jay Shetty on purpose, uh, Sean Croxton with um, Quote of the Day or QOD, and then, of course, Art of Charm. Look at those, see which one you'll find. I guarantee you, if you're really searching for someone, those three podcasts, 
you're going to be able to find multiple uh, speakers and motivational gurus who will help assist you no matter where you're coming from and where you want to go. So make that commitment to yourself. So here we go. Today, here's what I want to do. I want to talk about the pursuit of happiness. And I think that almost sounds like, well, of course, Robert, who wouldn't pursue happiness? Well, if everyone who said they were pursuing happiness was pursuing happiness, why do we meet so many people who aren't happy? Is it because they're really not pursuing happiness or they're pursuing a brand of happiness that is only masquerading as happiness? Are they are they quitting, you know, before they're halfway through? You know, one of the things in recovery says, don't don't quit five minutes before the miracle happens, right? Uh, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. Don't don't quit. Don't be one of those individuals who deems uh, a lack of success as failure. Lack of success means there's another opportunity for me to try something different or a twist on the same thing, but it doesn't mean failure. The person who fails in their pursuit of, in this case, happiness is the person who stops pursuing, right? So here's what I want to do. I want to talk about that today, but I want to read you something which I think has been profound because, you know, for for those of us who listen to this podcast um, and I am a listener as well as um, a podcaster because I want to hear myself speak. I want to make sure the path I'm on and and suggesting you incorporate is a path that I want to continue to work down. Otherwise, I need to change my message, right? I need to become my own, not critic per se, but I need to become my own listener so I know that what I'm sharing would ultimately make sense to you because it is making sense to me. And one of the things that I've learned from the people who have been here longer than me is to you know, pay attention to what they're doing because if it's continuing to work for them 35, you know, 39, 40, 42, 43 years and more, then it's something that I need to pay attention to as well. So thank you for paying attention. Let's get into it. Pursuit of happiness. So here's what I found in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, pages 132 and 133, profound writing. And again, if you're not of, you know, alcoholic, that's okay. You know, I, I'm, I'm not of an Eastern religion, and yet I read many of the gurus and others you know, many people aren't a Christian, and yet they'll read the Bible. We're going to pull things from wherever we can if if we can incorporate it into our life to make a difference. We have to be that open-minded. Got me? So whether I'm quoting, <coughs> excuse me, whether I'm quoting Napoleon Hill or Zig Ziglar or, or Gandhi uh, or Og or Kalidasa or Christ, you know, Listen to the content, do not dismiss them because you might not be of that particular bend or belief. So here we go. 
We have been speaking to you of serious, sometimes tragic things. We have been dealing with alcohol in its worst aspect, but we aren't a glum lot. I love this next part here. If newcomers could see no joy or fun in our existence, they wouldn't want it. We absolutely insist on enjoying life. We try not to indulge in cynicism over the state of the nations, nor do we carry the, the world's troubles on our shoulders. When we see a man sinking into the mire, that is alcoholism. Again, you can substitute that for anything that you want. We give him first aid and we place what we have at his disposal. For his sake, we do recount and almost relive the horrors of our past. For those of us who have tried to shoulder the entire burden and trouble of others, find we are soon overcome by them. So, we think cheerfulness and laughter make for usefulness. Outsiders are sometimes shocked when we burst into merriment over a seemingly tragic experience out of the past. But why shouldn't we laugh? We have recovered and have been given the power to help others. Everyone knows that those in bad health and those who seldom play don't laugh much. So let each family play together or separately as much as their circumstances warrant. We are sure that God wants us to be happy, joyous, and free. We cannot subscribe to the belief that this life is a veil of tears, although it once was that way for many of us. But it is clear that we have made our own misery. God didn't do it. Avoid then the deliberate manufacture of misery. But if trouble comes, cheerfully capitalize it as an opportunity to demonstrate his omnipotence. Thank you for letting me read that to you. Go back and listen if you're like me and repetition is the mother of learning and you need to listen more than once to absorb the content. It's great stuff here. That was pages 132 and 133 from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Here's the thing. God wants us to be happy, joyous, and free. So is it osmosis? Do Is it enough that God wants something for me so he just sort of implants it one time, or is it something that I need to pursue? Do I need to pursue happiness as I have pursued God, or do I say I'm just pursuing my spiritual belief, I'm pursuing the relationship and the power uh, that I have with the power greater than myself, so that should be enough. I pursue that, and everything that that higher power offers automatically becomes mine? I think not, because we don't, we don't get to where we're at by sitting or resting on our laurels. Recovery is some of the most difficult and challenging work you will ever do. You know, my dear friend and pastor and mentor, he's passed away in 2001, but his memory lives for me. He would say, Robert, you know, if this were easy, everyone would be doing it, right? But it's not easy. Thank God it's simple, but it's not easy. I have to take it easy on myself. But what we are trying to accomplish with this life-changing process is not easy. 
The pursuit of happiness is exactly that. It is a pursuit. It's not for the weak in spirit. It's for those who are so sick and tired of being. Remember when you were that way? Maybe you're that way now. Maybe you've reached a position in your life where you just don't want to go on with how you're living. Maybe you've been recovered for a while. Maybe you've had a challenge. Maybe something happened in your life where it's sort of gotten you sideways and you've had to reassess or readdress yourself so you could be redefined and reassigned so now you can pursue to another level. Maybe life is good for you, like it is for so many of us, but maybe you're looking at the plateau and so, you know what? Because once again, we know that good is the enemy of best, and we want to, you know, be catapulted into another dimension and rocketed in even into another dimension. And we know no heights like, you know, Jonathan Livingston Seagull. He believed that he could soar beyond what anyone else taught him to soar to. And same with you. So for that reason alone, we want to pursue even a greater sense of happiness. It's not that we're not happy. It's not that things aren't going well in our life. We don't have to be that stupid, glowing, and, and, and glum person who, who's given up or ready to give up on life, where their, their candle is almost out. Maybe we're that person right in between where I tried this or I tried that, and now I need to rededicate myself. Whatever your situation is. Pursuing happiness is the greatest thing you'll ever do, and not just for yourself. Pursue happiness for yourself so you can help others find happiness along the way, and they can share in your happiness, in your accomplishment, in your pursuit as you revel and enjoy and appreciate and 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 point out their happiness and their accomplishment as well. You know, I love what Stephen Covey talks about, about um, learning how not to have a deficiency mentality, how I can learn how to be happy for you in your pursuit and the things that you're accomplishing, even while I'm waiting for those things to occur in my life. Fortunately, there's enough of the pie that there's enough slices for everyone who comes to the table I need to be happy as you're being fed in arenas of happiness while I might be in God's waiting room or continuing to work in areas that I'm looking for a deeper sense of happiness. So here we go. Let's jump out into this for the next few minutes. Pursuit of happiness. Here's the definition of pursuit. The act of pursuing. Okay, That makes sense. So pursuit is the act of pursuing. So what does that even mean? Here's what it means. To follow in order to overtake, to capture, to find or employ measures to obtain or accomplish. I like that one a lot. To proceed along proceed along, to continue, to engage in, to follow up an activity that one engages in as a vocation, profession, avocation, or occupation, to chase, to follow, to hound, to shadow, to tag, 
to tail. I love those things. Here's happiness. Happiness is a state of well-being and contentment. Joy, a pleasurable or satisfying experience. Oh, my goodness. How does that sound? Have you been to a place where you have a state of well-being that, that if you had to, if you were unable for whatever reason to not be able to grow anymore, or you wanted to do a personal assessment, could you say, right where I'm at, right here, right now, I'm perfectly fine. I have a sense of well-being. I don't want to be somebody else. I don't want to be doing anything else. And I don't want to be somebody else doing something else somewhere else. Can, can you say that about where you're at right now in this moment? If you can, and you have reached that contentment, good for you. But we know there's more, right? My middle name is more. You know, when I was out there ripping and running, it was more of the behavior which led to more of the disappointment. I wasn't asking for more disappointment and more downplays in life and more evictions and more being broke and more shattered relationships. But my behavior was dictating that that's what I was going to get. So now when I come into recovery, I want more of happiness. I want more joy. I want more contentment. I want more of a pleasurable experience in life. I want this to be my occupation. Some of the synonyms are beatitude or blessedness, bliss, joy, felicity. I love those words. More than simply a positive mood. Because someone could say, hey, how you doing? Oh, are, are you happy? Oh, I'm happy. That's their, that's their mood for the moment. But happiness is ingrained. Happiness is part of our DNA, who we are, because that will determine whether or not our happy mood is based on an intermittent external uh, interaction rather than a deeper sense of who I am. Happiness is a state of well-being that encompasses living a good life with a sense of meaning and deep commitment. This is what people are attracted to. They see me day in and day out, and they know there's something different about me. Do they see something different about you? Or do they see you more like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, where you're high one day, you're low the next, Everything is is circumstantial or situational based on what others or things are doing to you or with you determines that positive mood. Or do you have a real sense of happiness, a state of well-being that encompasses living a good life? Again, with the sense of, of, of deep meaning and contentment. Happiness is that feeling that comes over you when you know your life is good and you can't help but smile. You know what I'm talking about? That smile where someone says, you got something going on. It's what recovery calls 
attraction rather than promotion. You don't have to ask me if I am recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. Just watch me for a minute, right? See what my life is about. Happiness is a sense of well-being. When people are successful or safe, they feel happiness. So happiness is even an emotion, but it's also, more importantly, a state of being. If we want to keep that happiness alive, it has to translate from a particular externally motivated temporary mood to something that's from the inside out. I love Stephen Covey in the quality movement. It's that inside out approach to change and quality. I want my happiness to show a degree of being delighted, of being pleased and being glad. Even when things don't go my way, am I happy? You know, am I feeling a sense of joy? If my car breaks down, am I at least grateful and happy that I have two good legs to walk to wherever I need to go to get assistance, right? When things don't go my way, am I still happy? Do I see the other side of the coin? Um, when I get into an accident, I got into an accident recently and, and, and a person hit me and everyone was fine. And it was frustrating. It took time out. I had to go to court, go get my vehicle fixed, you know, go to insurance adjuster, finagle over whose responsibility it was, all those things that come with an accident. And on one hand, it was a messy situation I wish I could avoid it. But the whole way through, in order to stay happy about it, I had to be grateful for being in the accident. I had to find a sense of contentment within that to make sure that my happiness uh, was not based on what was going my way when I wanted it to go. And so I had to look at the other side of the coin and the opportunity to chat with the person I'd gotten to an accident with. I got to realize that I was really okay. I got to remember that my insurance was paid up. I got to remember that that uh, no one else was injured. There was only two vehicles injured and nothing was overly damaging. I, I built a new relationship with the person at the collision center. There was so many other things, a great conversation of empowerment with the person over at Enterprise Car Rental where I had to get my rental car. There were so many positive things that helped me be happy and entrench that state of being regardless of what was going on. This is where we need to be. We need to be characterized or or have an indicative spirit about us based on the pleasure, the con- contentment, the joy that we find that comes from true happiness. And I need to pursue it because I want to maintain that happiness. And just like personal recovery for you and me, the reason we can say we are recovered is because we stay in a process of recovery. So I need to continue to follow. I need to continue to overtake. I need to continue to find new measures and deepen or employ the measures that I've used to obtain and accomplish this pursuit of happiness. I need to continue to proceed along the journey 
that has got me on this course of happiness. I need to recommit myself to the to the vocation or the avocation. I need to stay active. I need to be one that engages. I need to pursue others who have decided to be happy. I need to pay attention to those who want happiness, but they find it fleeting to see if I can come alongside of them and help them find new ways to find this happiness that has eluded them, but they are searching for. I need to continue to develop that relationship with God as I understand God and increase my knowledge in areas that will enrich me in my pursuit of happiness. I need to avoid the deliberate manufacture of misery. Because you know what? I have to stop getting in my own way. I need to get out of God's way and, and pursue his will for my life, but I need to stop being the victim. I need to start being the victor. I need to stop sabotaging things that are good. I need to turn on the light of happiness so the darkness of sadness and misery goes away, and it will. You know, pursuing happiness is part of my lifetime journey. It is not a one-time event. Oh, I'm happy. I think I don't have to do this anymore. No, because there's this thing called life, and life has a way of stepping in our way of happiness. The other day, and I won't mention their name, what a dear friend this person is to me. And they said, Robert, my experience has been that life can come upon you and throw you a curve. And someone I know had something happen to them and they're an otherwise very happy, happiness-pursuing person and they're happy. That's how their life is characterized. But they thought they were going into one situation and they were handed something completely different that rocked them, that had the potential to throw their axis completely off that they would spin into darkness. And you know, they were so committed to their happiness that they listened to what the person said and said, you know what? That's not my truth. I'm not going to own this. This is what I'm pursuing. This is my occupation. This is my commitment to my contentment. This is how I've decided to be. Wow. Isn't that mind-blowing? Here is a person that happiness wasn't a mood. Happiness was a decision. What is your decision? Are you going to pursue happiness or are you going to manufacture your own misery? You know, the choice is yours. The choice is mine. The choice is ours. Let's support each other. Let us not settle for anything less but victory beyond our wildest imaginations. I want to thank you so much for listening to The Fix. John and JJ and I are so committed to the tenets of wellness, and we want to continue to deliver quality content that will help elevate and shape your life as you pursue going from broken to whole. Won't you continue to listen? 
on any one of the podcast channels or my my website? Would you tell a friend? Would you share? Would you comment? I get some great suggestions from so many people. We're encroaching 1,600 downloads now. You're fabulous. Thank you for your commitment. Thank you for encouraging me as we encourage each other. As always, my name is Robert. I am the Recovery Guy. Thank you for listening.